Cora Voyager is a member of the Athabasca Chippewan First Nation, a residential school survivor and a professor at the University of Calgary. And she joins us now to talk about uh, you know the latest developments on this file and where we go from here. Um, Cora, thank you so much for joining us this morning. I really appreciate your time. Yeah, thank you. Now, this news that we heard late last week, obviously uh, not surprising to many people, people like yourself especially, um, you worked on the Truth and Reconciliation Report. Stories like this were actually very commonplace from people you spoke to in putting together that report, right? Uh, Well, actually, I was uh, on the committee that uh, selected the first... um, uh, group of commissioners. So that was the, the committee and the, the vetting committee. So I didn't actually write, um, okay, okay. write the report. Um, these stories, like as we've gone along over the com- uh, past few days, we've, we've come to learn that for people in these communities, this is not a surprise. This was fully uh, expected. No, this, this isn't a surprise. I mean, with um, the Truth and Reconciliation uh, Commission, there's actually one volume that dealt with uh, missing, uh, missing children um, and uh, burials, um, you know, unreported yeah. burials. So, man, there was quite a lot of information on that, and that was from the, uh, the people who testified and were part of the Truth and Reconciliation um, commission hearings that went across Canada. Yeah, and, and they told told their stories. Um, it seems to me uh, that this obviously has changed the discussion around residential schools in our country and the history of them and the impact they've had. Do you sense the same thing happening? Um, this discovery seems to have elevated it to a different level. Are you seeing a similar reaction? Well, I've had um, you know a lot of uh, people contact me about um, uh, about the um, you know unearthing, for lack of a better term, sure. uh, at Kamloops. So um, you know it's you know it, it's such a sad situation and such a sad story that you know 215 um, bodies were were found or the remains, and you know some as young as three years old. So you know with um, you know, advances in technology, we're able to to find um, you know this information. And again, this, these are preliminary findings, but uh, you know this is something that was known uh, within the indigenous community because um, you know there were so many families uh, and communities that had uh, children that went to residential school and did not come back and. The latest number that we have found um, is about 4,200. Wow. Yeah, and so it's, you know... That's it, staggering. It, it's just, it's, it's absolutely staggering. Um, this changes it and it, it, and, it, and it gives it added momentum. Where do we need to go from here, Cora? How do we capitalize on this momentum and this attention? What has to happen starting now? Well, I think what we need to do is, you know, to, um, you know, to start believing the stories that uh, that people have told. Um, the chair of the TRC, uh, Murray Sinclair, uh, spoke yesterday and said people were contacting him and saying, you know, people are finally starting to believe the mm-hmm. stories that we were telling. Um, some of the people at the hearings said, you know, I, I saw somebody killed. I was forced to, to dig a grave. I was, 
um, you know, made to watch and, and these types of things and how it was so traumatic for them. And, you know, it didn't really seem that it was gaining much traction. And the reports came out six years ago, and, and here we are six years later, um, you know, with this revelation of, of um, this mass grave. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Eve. And I think that as Canadians, we don't think that kind of thing happens in our right. country. No, I agree 100%. I think it's startling. You know, it's, it's shocking that this did happen in our country, and not that long ago either, Cora. Uh, yeah, not that long ago at all. Yeah, not that long ago. And in the, the fourth volume of the TRC reports, the reporting goes up to, uh, uh, to 1996, which is not that long ago, and that was when the last residential school in Canada um, closed. So we had over a hundred years of residential schools in in our country, and um, at their height, there was 139 of them. So those are across the country, and I think that what we need to do in Alberta, and I guess across the country, is you know start um, asking questions and start doing research and and um, you know using the the technology to see where um, you know. You know, if and where these other mass graves are, because I don't believe that this is an isolated um, occurrence. No, by all accounts, we hear there's many more. Um, Do you think, I'm hopeful, that this will raise awareness about the reality of being an Indigenous Canadian in 2021 and provide us all with some greater understanding, some context about maybe this is part of the reason why we still face so many issues in this country and how this system that really existed, you know, up until 25, 30 years ago, helped to create a lot of the the problems that we have today? Well, I think that with the uh, Indigenous population and, you know, how Canada was formed, there was this assumption and this belief of settler supremacy, so settler supremacy over indigenous people and i see this idea as you know being the the, the background to you know murdered and missing indigenous women uh, you know the 60s scoop um, you know and other uh, situations the overrepresentation of indigenous people in in the justice system so these are all in my mind you know the foundation was laid by you know the racism that uh, was prevalent in Canada, and you know, we like to think of ourselves as being, you know, colorblind and mm. and you know, not um, you know, being as racist as you know we see in in other countries. But you know, we have our own you know uh, skeletons in the closet and and dark history, and you know, and this is something that is continuing today. I mean, if we look at what happened uh, in Charlottesville. A couple of years ago, there were, you know, young white men screaming around in in a, a pickup truck with Ontario plates. 
at Charlottesville. So this is something that's very alive in um, in our country, and it's something that you know I think that we need to address. We need to we need to address. You're absolutely right. You know, you make an interesting point. We we, we talk about the the country that we are, and multiculturalism is a tenant in what we are as a country. That's what we're told. That's what we profess. That's what we proclaim. We had generations of Canadians who their culture was under attack. The whole point of this system was to erase that culture from Canada. Erase the culture, but also to erase the people, because with the assimilation uh, policy, the whole idea was to you know get the Indigenous numbers down, and, and again, dealing with the issue of settler supremacy it was just an idea you know you know what do we do with the indians until you know because of the way they are that they just simply die out i mean that was the idea behind this and it was seen as more of a stopgap um policy because you know we just weren't going to survive um so you know with, with the assimilation policy there was a number of ways that the um you know, indigenous or the Indian First Nation person could lose their Indian status, and we were seen to, um, you know, our objective uh, or the objective for us mm-hmm. was to just simply have us, you know, meld into mainstream right. society, which is, you know, a strange policy given the multicultural yeah. lens that we like to see ourselves through. It, it's a completely opposite to what we keep telling everybody and telling the world we're all about. Well, absolutely. And I guess the thing that I find ironic in all of this is that, you know, as First Nation people, we're loved around the world, except in our own country. Right, yeah. You know, yeah. where we're seen as being a, being a problem. And, you know, the idea of the Indian problem is something that has, you know, it's, it's pretty dyed in the wool in our country. Yeah, and and hopefully we're at a point now where this this changes that, and and, and we're forced to reckon with that and uh, make some serious progress. Uh, Cora, thank you so much for your time this morning. I really appreciate the chat. Okay, great, thank you. That is Cora Voyager, who is a professor at the University of Calgary.